education, leadership, and beyond, surviving and thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the show, and it is show number 188. Happy to be uh, on with you. Happy to have you joining us. We are live on Facebook. We are a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, as well as Voice Ed Radio Canada. Hopefully after today's show, we'll be live in Colorado and in Hong Kong and in England because uh, my guest is touching all of those areas, so he'll make he'll help us make those connections. Um, today, we are going to meet Nick Ng, as he pronounced these. I'm working on my pronunciation. Nick Ng. Uh, and Nick is a principal in Colorado. Uh, Nick is a former actor. Nick is a talented uh, leader, and I'm looking forward to talking with him today's program 188. Before we get started, I do want to thank today's sponsor. It is holiday time. Whether you're celebrating Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever holiday it is, you celebrate. People like cookies. People like sweets. Check out HavesiesCookies.com. Discount code Marada15. David Mafai and his wife, they got a new baby. Incredible cookies. Nick, we're going to send you some uh, for coming on the program. Marada15 is that code. Havesies Cookies. Check them out. They vacuum seal the cookies. They're shipped uh, to you directly. It's a small business, so... Um, I know there's a lot of choices out there. We appreciate them uh, uh, sponsoring the program, Havesies Cookies. Uh, it is show number 188. If you are joining us, uh, please leave us a question, a comment, get involved in the show. That's one of the great aspects of being live on uh, Facebook that we can interact with our guests. So we'd love to have you uh, be part of the show. Additionally, if you look at the scrolling underneath, one of the great things, and, and Nick got to see me present, Nick was part of my presentation that I'm going to ask him about. Uh, I am getting my schedule out for next year, bookings into the summer, retreats, staff retreats, um, leadership workshops. If you are looking for your next keynote, reach out. Maybe we'll be a right fit, and I would love to connect with you. It's time to plan now for all of those things in the spring, in the summer, and even into next fall. Uh, getting booked for those things. So I'd love to present for you and your district. All right, let's get started. The opening concept of today's show is be interesting and be interested, right? When I met Nick Ning, it was seconds. I was like, oh my God, this guy is the most world's interesting guy, right? Uh, in the beer commercial, uh, the, the Dos Equis, right? They say there's the, the world's most interesting man, right? And that's how he's portrayed it. Well, Nick is, right? He he raised in England. He is from Hong Kong, uh, Chinese descent, and he's a leader in Colorado. He's acted. He's owned a business. Like, I was, like, so interested, right? I just, he had my attention. Be interested. Uh, well, be interesting, right? Nick is interesting, right? He's got a lot going on. But he was also interested, right? That was another thing I noticed about him. He asked about me. He asked about my family. Sure enough, we met for a drink afterwards, and I wanted to take him for a drink, and he wound up uh, treating for my whole family, which was incredible. Nick was very gracious. Um, but he, he, he had both of those characteristics all in that short time that we got to spend together, and he left a great impression on me, right? So think about that as we go and interact with other people. How can we be interested in them? Right? How can we show interest, asking questions, following up, asking about them while being interesting ourselves? Right? We don't want to just give a generic answer. How are you doing? Eh, okay. 
eh, right? Interesting, right? Not that you're showing off, not that you're bragging, but be interesting, right? Have something going on, have something to share, have some input as a leader, as someone who's having an impact on education, right? If Nick uh, just was vanilla, maybe maybe we wouldn't have hit it off. Maybe we wouldn't have connected. Maybe we wouldn't have him on the podcast today, but that changed in a second, and I'm talking about meeting him. Well, let's, let's have you meet him here in the show. We'll bring him in. Uh, and talk about being interested and interesting. Nick, welcome to the program. Hi, Andrew. I, I don't know if you can see, but I'm really red because I'm blushing after all those nice things you said. Well, they were all true, and you know they were true, and you became the star of the presentation after we, we interjected you into it. Uh, but, Nick, it's so nice to see you again. It's so nice to have you on the program uh, we're out in Colorado. Nick, tell our guests where, where you are right now. So um, I live in a town called Fort Morgan. It's uh, northeast of Denver. Um, it's it's a, I would consider it a, a rural location. Um, we have about 11,000, population of 11,000 in the town. Uh, so yeah, uh, nice, peaceful little place. Nice. When you're bringing the flavor there, Nick, what'd you think of the opening concept of being interesting and interested what do you think about that yeah excellent um you know as as a leader um you you have to have so many qualities um and the investment in your people so if you are interested in your people uh that that translates uh absolutely uh, great great uh title yeah, well, and you demonstrated those characteristics immediately when we met you. So let's get to that interesting part. Nick, how does a guy who was from Hong Kong, you know, Chinese descent, raised in England, studied in England, and how did you land in uh, Colorado, right? Don't tell us the whole story because we're going to get to know you throughout the show. But how did you land there? Well, how'd you, you know, give, us, give us the cliff notes here. Okay, Cliff, I, I know it's, it's so tempting to go long on this. Um, short version, you're absolutely right. Uh, brought up in Hong Kong, uh, boarding school in England, university in England. And then I met a wonderful American girl. Uh, so that's how I ended up in the, on the US side. Uh, she was a model, I was an actor at the time. Uh, we moved to New York City. We compromised on New York City. Uh, mm -hmm. She was living in Paris. And uh, um, that's where in New York, we spent seven years working on our careers. Um, and then she's originally from Colorado. So um, after 9-11, uh, yeah. you know, our industries took a huge hit. It was yeah. tough times, tough times. Uh, but we, we moved to, we already had a daughter, and so we moved to uh, back to Colorado. Um, after New York City, Hong Kong, London, Paris, everything in Colorado seemed like rural. So we were like, oh, well, let's move to this place called Fort Morgan. <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> wow. Wow, just like that. Uh, what a transition uh, for you. And we're going to touch on Broadway and your acting. Yeah. But why school leadership now? I know you went into art and business out there. But yeah. why school leadership? Tell me about the leadership in you and, and where that came from. Sure. Um, it, it really, um, transitioning into the education field started with coaching uh, about 15 16 years ago, I was invited to coach in a soccer program for the high school. Uh, and what I realized was I, I 
I enjoyed the interaction with the students. Uh, and that then uh, uh, evolved into to substitute teaching. Mm. I spent uh, two, two years substitute teaching and I said, my gosh, uh, I think I found my calling. And I, I was invited to become the high school art teacher. And, and we can get back. I, I got, I'm somehow qualified. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> um, and I love, boy, I love teaching art at, to, in a high school. That's a sweet gig. If, if you ask any high school art teacher, it's a gig. Yeah. Uh, but what I realized was, as much as I loved it, I love to be challenged. And I realized one day when I started uh, beginning of the year, just opening up folders and, and cut, uh, paste, cut and pasting, what am I going to teach this semester? I was, I needed to be challenged. Uh, and, and it's, it was, it's in, integral in my being to be challenged to my, my sense of, of accomplishments comes from fixing things, resolving things, working things out. And I realized uh, that was the direction I wanted to get head in. And, and, and very quickly, I, I worked uh, at nights, at the weekends on my degree, and I was very lucky. Things just fell into place. You know, acting, you're putting on a facade, right? And you want people to believe something that's not there. Whereas now, you have authentic relationships, right? There's a performance aspect to what we're doing, but this yeah. is the real you. This is yeah. the real Nick. Tell me about that difference of being on stage and being somebody different as an actor, but now that authentic relationship that you build with staff and students and parents and all, all yeah. stakeholders, really. Yeah, it, it, great question, Andrew. Um, it, I, I would add to that, um, being a, an actor, and I went to drama school back in London too. We, I spend a lot of time observing people, understanding people, listening, not just hearing, listening. And if, if one of the qualities that has really served me in this position is communicating with people. Mm. I have, I, I, and it's been noted, I have good instinct uh, on relationships, Good, good and bad. Like, uh oh, Nick, this one's going south. Yeah, I, I have, I have a, a, a pulse on that, um, and that's really played into uh, what I would say has helped develop my career. Um, being able to uh, respond quickly, to to think on my feet, uh, it's it's almost like um, a, a live performance. Right, you you have to be able to understand and translate uh, very very quickly. Uh, and and as you know, uh, and all uh, school admin, it's working with that relationship with your families, with your children. It's imperative. Yeah, yeah, so much. You know, I, I learned a lot from my background as a referee, like you're sharing in uh -huh. terms of making decisions, being in the spotlight. Uh, but you were also in business. You mentioned response, communication. What were some other tools and characteristics, Nick, that you brought from that world into the world of education? Yeah. Well, if I if I may, I'll take a second. So, yeah. uh, with the acting, um, you know, it was it was a terrific career. Uh, in a short amount of time, I, I got to to work on 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 movies, uh, 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 off Broadway shows. 
in between, I, I developed my art career, uh, where I, I, I was uh, became, I mentioned earlier to you, I uh, was recognized in the Asian Financial Times as one of the top emerging artists. Wow. Uh, I, it, it's, it's created a sense of creativity, uh, uh, a sense of uh, striving for accomplishments. Um, and, 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 and in the business sense, uh, again, I, I wanted to, to, I always find myself wanting to um, provide to my stakeholders. So the business as well it was a local coffee shop. We set up a stage. Uh, we hosted programs for the local schools, for the local artists. Um, it's it just uh, all of those things have um, added to my sense of being uh, as an administrator. Now the business side definitely budge, budget. I we started the business from scratch, uh, and and that definitely has helped me uh, maintain a, a a a sense what I would call a sensible budget here at the school. Tell me a little bit more about being on Broadway in New York oh. City. You know, whether it was off Broadway, you're still no, you're right there, movies. You know, did yeah. you have a preference? And and when you hit that stage, were you just like, oh my God, I'm I'm here? Yeah, it was what an experience. I've I've been so lucky in my life. Um the I'll tell I'll be honest with you. Um up until the age of 16, I was an ELL student. Uh, I, I needed supports uh, throughout my educational career. And so- You grew um, up speaking Chinese. Well, I actually <laughs> spoke three languages in my household and, and friends who had come over, they're like, what on earth are you saying? I spoke no language well. Between <laughs> Chinese, French and English, people were like, whatever language you're speaking, you know, <laughs> it's kind of unusual. But so, I, when I went to a formal uh, English-speaking school, they're like, "Man, you, you're you're in this classroom." So up until the age of sixteen, I was uh, working on my English language. Wow. Um, so, so, but one of the things that that was hard for me to overcome was working uh, off Broadway, and they say off Broadway because it's the size of the theater. Sure. So, I always struggled learning lines. Yeah disaster and, and i would say i would you know i the last play i did was off broad henry fifth off broadway and i was like my gosh what are you doing you've got pages and pages of lines uh, and, and i just i don't know i'm a glutton for punishment but i loved it working with the team with the cast i met incredible people really wonderful people um and, and they just uh it, it was a it was a it was a great career and and then i i moved on <laughs> doing different things here. You're in Colorado now. Nick, we touched on your diverse background in work, but also also your cultural background. Again, Chinese, English, and now you're you know in the United States in, in, in Colorado. You're the first non-Caucasian admin in your district and really in your region. You know, what does that mean for you? Is that is that something that you you feel that you are carrying uh, you know, kind of breaking down barriers here in 2021? Yeah. You know, thank you for bringing that up. Um, Fort Morgan in Northeast Colorado is an unusual community. Uh, and I don't like the, it, the, you know, terms of minority, majority. But in this conversation, Fort Morgan is a minority majority town. Uh, so that it's extremely diverse. 
extremely diverse. Our local uh, factory employs people from all over the world. Uh, we have a lot of refugees here. Um, what, what has stood out to me, though, is that at the level of, of the leadership, uh, your school boards, your city council, the, the, the people here are not represented. Uh, uh, so it wasn't, it's not a goal of mine to, 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 to force those changes, but I've been, I guess, uh, uh, a part of the change. Uh, I did not realize until last weekend that I, I was the first non-Caucasian principal out here. Yeah. And, and, and it, this is a, an established district of a hundred years. Um, so it, it's great. It's a great feeling to, to be make, to be knocking down those barriers. Um, I think it, at, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, I hope I, I can model to other people that it is possible and, and that they take that step, but they, those folks have to take the step. Yeah. And being an ELL learner and, and learning different things in that background, what does that bring to the table for you in your leadership serving a minority community? What, what does that add to your game uh, as a leader? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I do enjoy, I, every other year I'll do an implicit bias presentation to my mm. staff. Mm. Uh, I, I can, I live it, I breathe it, I've experienced it. Uh, I think um, I'm, I like to model for the students that there are possibilities. There are, there are no, you know, you, you, you can strive and you can achieve the things that you want. Uh, I like that my staff is mixed uh, uh, I, because we also are the first dual immersion program in Northeast Colorado. Ooh. So I have a very diverse staff as well. Um, and I, and it, it, I feel like it's a model, a good model for our community. Yeah. Uh, that we can represent our, our, our community, our local district, uh, and, and really stand out in Colorado. You know, you mentioned implicit bias, Nick, you know, right? People look at you, right? Before you even speak, is, is he Hawaiian? Is he Asian? Is he Filipino? Like, what is it? And then you speak, and you got this English accent. And People must say like, like how often do you get that question of like, what are you? Like, how does that happen? Yeah, all the time, all the time. Uh, I it, it's it's getting easier. It's getting easier. The more I get around, people are like, oh, it's Nick. Yeah, uh, but does that bother you? Are you happy to share? What? Because when I met you in front of two hundred people, yeah. I was like, what? Oh my God! Look at that! I thought I had an accent, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, you do have an accent for me. <laughs> Just a no, touch. Yeah, it, it's fine. Um, you know, I, I be growing up all over the world. It it it's normal. It's a, it's instinct. We do want to be a part of something. We do want to communicate. It. I have no issue with it, and I'm open to questions. Uh, being an educator. I love when students ask questions. It's okay. Uh, I, I, I know there are sensitivities. Absolutely. I, I, I see it. I've, I've, I've heard it. Um, but, you know, use your, your, uh, 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 use your noggin. It, it, it's, uh, I'm here to, I want to share, I want to teach. Uh, and, and part of that is communicating. So that, that's what we do. Awesome. 
awesome. I mean, it's it's incredible the, the, your attitude and your just everything you're bringing uh, to the table. Nick, let's talk a little bit about your school. You're doing some great things there. You have an amazing PBIS program, uh, reducing your discipline referrals by 75%. Tell me some of the great things going on in your in your school. Yeah, thank you. Um, when I when I took over Columbine here six years ago, um, I, I was green. There's no denying. Uh, without the support of staff and and uh, everyone around me, uh, that that's the only way we I, I've been uh, able to succeed in this position. So six years ago, um, we were rough around the edges. Uh, there was no denying. Uh, you know, kid kid. You know, office referrals were fast and furious. Um, what happened was was that uh, my my style of leadership is is modeling so it, it it's and and here's the painful part andrew it takes forever yeah. right it takes forever to change a culture yeah i, I and i'm sorry to the folks listening it's not gonna happen <laughs> overnight you're like you're the new principal it's gonna change no it doesn't <laughs> uh, so the first couple years was was hard uh but but that was how I first earned. I, I feel like I earned a sense of trust from the staff. They felt comfortable uh, approaching me and having difficult conversations. Uh, at that point, uh, staff said, "Nick, uh, you know, we we need, you know, we recognize we need to make changes. Uh, would you be open to considering X, considering Y? Uh, we we got a team together, and it was actually one of our music teachers, uh, Miss Trujillo, Paris Trujillo." Uh, she's like, hey, how about a house system? So we said, okay, let's get eyes and ears on this. Let's look at it. And sure enough, uh, through this committee, uh, it, it, it was a lot of work from, for a lot of staff members. And we introduced a house system. So this school, when I took over, we had about 260 kids. We are now at 410. That's, wow. another, that's another thing I do. Uh, like when I was a coach, when I took over the program, I doubled the program from wow. 60 kids to 130 kids. Same thing here at Columbine. Uh, 260 some kids, we're now at 410. Wow. Um, all the children are divided into one of four houses. Uh, and we work every week on SEL. So we carve time out every Wednesday afternoon at 220. Uh, we have carved out 35, 40 minutes uh, to work on the house groups. And, and at the elementary level, uh, we mix the anywhere, well, the students from first to fifth grade, they integrate. The upper grade level kids are mentors for the younger ones. And there's programming every week. Uh, so the team puts on the programming, uh, they distribute it to all the staff, all staff participate. Uh, and and I, like I said, I've seen a giant reduction in referrals. Um, it, it's a sense of belonging. The children feel a sense of belonging. The staff feel a sense of belonging. We're responsible to each other. Uh, it's it's changed the culture of the building. Yeah. Now, that is what one of the main tools we use. We have yeah. capturing key parts. We use restorative practices, and that we take a, We've had training in all of these things, and we take a little bit here, a little bit there, integrate it, um, and it's it's a program. It's now a program. Yeah. But it's great people running it. It's great leaders endorsing it. And I love how you use the term, let's get eyes and ears on this, right? It wasn't, hey, I'm doing this. You brought people along with you. Yeah. 
so important and, and kudos to you. And uh, that's great, Nick. It's great to hear. And I definitely want to uh, share some ideas. If you're watching live uh, with us now, you want to jump in, ask Nick a question, please do that. I'd love to, to connect uh, with people listening and watching. Um, and that's awesome to hear the growth, Nick, right? You're somebody that people want to be, be around. And, and the, that's not surprising to me to hear that number. Um, Nick, you and I connected in Breckenridge in the summer. You, you came to the surviving and thriving presentation, right? Uh, what, what was it there? What was something in the presentation that, that got your attention that you've now said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do this, right? Was there something there that stuck out to you? Andrew, I, I felt I felt like it complemented what I do. I mean, you 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 use stories, uh, experiences to 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 guide, to help, to to uh, to to get people discussing things. And so, when when I heard you talking, I was like, oh my gosh, there's my there's my my, my brother from another mother there. Uh, <laughs> It was awesome, uh, and and my, the team I was with, they they really they were like, my gosh, yeah, this is wonderful, you know, sharing experiences. What have we learned from these experiences? You know that, that that's how we evolve. Yeah. Uh, and and true, I've been again, I've been blessed in my life. I've I've had incredible experiences throughout my life, and that's what I I feed off those things. Um, that that's how I function, uh, and and I I had a recent last week, just last week, I had a young uh, uh, leader shadowing me, and I said, I'll be honest again, I'll be honest with you. Twenty twenty years ago, young Nick, I wouldn't be in this position. I, I wouldn't I wasn't capable. I didn't have the strategies, the skills, the mindset. Uh, but uh, older Nick. I'm not going to say my age. <laughs> I, I feel more comfortable, and and uh, uh, I feel that I I can share and yeah. and help people. Well, and speaking of helping people, we're planting seeds, right? You have the apple there. You have the prop. Yeah, yeah sure. let me see that, and I want you to share what that what that represents. Tell tell our audience what that's about. Well, uh, this was at uh, at your presentation, and oh, you asked me a really good question. You were talking about the seeds, right? <laughs> yeah. And you were like, "How? Oh, crikey! How did you put it? You're like, how how many people would this uh, affect? Uh, and I and I I think I took it a, a little bit further where I said, "But Andrew, there's all these seeds in here, yeah. and then the seeds. If we spread the seeds, and then all those trees would grow, and then actually." Your your example is not just slices of apple. It's a whole exponential orchard going on here. This is how we touch our people and how we, we share and we grow. Yeah, it was great. I, I'm glad you just said I forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm thrilled you have the apple on there. And that is the reminder that we as leaders are planting seeds. And you don't know how far they're going to go, right? You have to keep yeah. planting and keep reaching people. Uh, and, and you did that there. And, you know, just listening to you talk, right? You say, I'm blessed. I'm lucky. Yeah. But you're creating these opportunities. You're taking risks. You're leaving England. You're leaving China. You're leaving New York and creating different experiences. And you've had a, a, a full life. You're, you are yeah. one of the most unique people I've met. I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm 
blown away by your experiences, Nick. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, the person we should be thanking is my wife. <laughs> she's, she's put up with so many uh, shenanigans. Uh, I like you, like you mentioned. I love getting uh, to a level of of uh, expertise, of comfort in yeah. my career, and then I change. Uh, I know it's hard for the family, for my family, um, but it's it's. I'm I'm just. I have a drive in me that that's always hungry yeah i'm hungry to and you mentioned it as a as a strength but you said it could be a weakness too yes sir. why that restlessness what do you think that is i don't know you need to ask my doctor <laughs> <laughs> um no it's a sense of it i i i think when i look when i really uh spend time on myself and think about it, it it's a sense uh, a sense of uh achievement accomplishment uh once you you've hit a goal you you look for another goal. Yeah, you're growing, uh, and and everyone should set both tactical and strategic goals, short term, long term. You're doing that. You're modeling that, and you're having success where you're at now. Nick, uh, what is something that you wanted to talk about that I didn't ask you about? Yeah. Oh, the mustache. Yeah, what's going on with that? I mean, it looks fantastic. Uh, Tell me about well, that. Andrew, I don't know if this, again, this might be a curse. So <laughs> the first year I was here, I was like, oh, because I worked with high schoolers, right? I can riff with high schoolers, and I move over to elementary, and I'm terrified. These are little kids, right? And that they're everywhere. And they're like, ah, they, 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 they love you. And I was like, oh, I've got to do something for these children. So I was like, I know what. I'm going to grow a mustache. And at Christmas, I'm going to hang ornaments on this thing. <laughs> so that first year, sure enough, I grow this mustache and I hang ornaments. And the kids are like, yay. So year two comes by. And I'm like, oh, that, the kids seem to really enjoy it. But I'll do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> sure enough, starting in October, this thing like, ah, oh, winter holidays come along. And sure enough, the principal, the headmaster hangs ornaments. Yay. Year three, I'm like, ah. You know, this thing's kind of annoying. It gets, it gets hot. It's like a squirrel on your face. <laughs> Next thing I know, the kids are like, Mr. Ng, Mr. Ng, are you going to grow the mustache? And I was like, well, they're like, but it's a tradition. And I was like, oh, crap. Two years in a row becomes a tradition. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So now every year, I'm like, I, I don't know how to get out of this thing. Every year I, I have to grow this. And, uh, this year I have... Uh, uh, Chinese takeout ornaments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's all, don't tell, because every year it's a surprise. It's a surprise, we... yeah. Wow. How do you fit the mask over that? Oh, it's a disaster. <laughs> the, the mask messes it up. So yeah. here's my friend. It's called Clubman Wax. Ah, I was so going to ask the secret. What's the secret? Yeah, it's, it's Clubman Wax. Yeah. <laughs> now, is it firm? Do kids say, can I, or is it, is it a little it's flexible? Pretty, it, yeah, it, it, it does keep fairly firm. It's got to support the weight of those ornaments. Yeah, that's yeah. impressive, man. That's, uh, you know, I, I we carry a lot of tools as school leaders, but that uh, <laughs> I might need to add that. <laughs> That's fantastic, Nick. This is great. You're uh, you are a breath of fresh air, and uh, you know to see people smiling, see leaders uh, kind of taking it all in, but still being able to smile. You uh, you're bringing it, man. I appreciate it. 
Um, Nick, let's get to rapid fire. I know you got oh. stuff there, and I'm I'm headed cool. to a basketball game. So these are these are rapid fire questions. Uh, the, the first answer that comes to your head. I thought you <laughs> when you said ah, I, th I thought it was okay. Okay, sure. Let's Here we go. go. Last book you read. Uh, I like uh, military biographies. Uh, Bravo Two Zero. Last movie you saw. Uh, watching TV series uh, because my daughter told me to. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. You like that? It's an anime. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've been all over the world. Favorite place to travel? Oh, you know, the last place I was was Cambodia. Really enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah. Favorite dish? What's a dish? If you're going out to dinner with Mrs. Mm, what's your dish? Um, I like Asian food, so... Oh, um we'll, we'll go chinese okay uh greatest challenge you're facing now in your work oh substitute teachers mm. we, we i know it's nationwide we don't have enough yeah. subs we had a brand new person in today i was like <laughs> and I, yeah. I was yeah, going around get, telling everyone to be yeah, nice to them <laughs> yeah uh, what do you want from starbucks yeah absolutely anything you need yeah uh your your favorite stress reliever uh by squeezy man <laughs> nice. yeah he lives on my table yeah uh nick you presented a lot of passions a lot of good things about you what what's something that gets under your skin lying mm. lying it's it's yeah. yeah hard to hard to work with lying have you used the fire water and trust story yet no i will <laughs> i think i need I think I need to reread my book. <laughs> um, on eight at eight a.m. on Saturday morning, I feel fill in the blank. Pretty darn good. Saturday mornings, breakfast uh, at home with the family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best purchase under a hundred dollars that has had a great impact on your life. Oh, do I have time for a story? Sure. Yes. Okay. A few years ago, uh, I was watching TV and. Uh, it was all blurry. It was one of those, you know, those the old heavy, deep TVs. It was, yeah. it was nice, though. It was a Sony. So I say to the wife, "Honey, this TV's shot. We've had it for so many years." So I order a TV online, flat screen, the first flat screen I ever get. Wow! And it's uh, from a website, and it said refurbished. Set it up, and I was like, "Darn it! See, see what happens when you order refurbished? I got ripped off. It's all blurry." So Thanksgiving rolls up, and uh, I line up at a, a, a big box store and I, I get in there and I get this, this 40 some inch TV and I bring it home and the darn thing's blurry. And my wife said, uh, Nick, uh, I've booked you an appointment and uh, these uh, $60 glasses fixed all my TVs. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> this, was, this wasn't long ago. It's like, five years ago oh, oh my god yeah my glasses great buy all good all good it happens to us right uh biggest goof of a line on broadway oh. actually henry in henry fifth we it, it was like, listen lots of lines lots of action because it's it's henry fifth right i'm constable leader of the french army wow. we've rehearsed this fight scene like hundreds of hours I'm in the middle of a fight scene in front of, uh, I can't remember which public school came to watch us. 
and I had a brain fart. I'm in the middle of a fight and I was like, all of a sudden I take a dive, like I got hit. And Henry V didn't even do anything. He's just looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't, wasn't a line. It was like, I got, I killed myself on stage. I don't know why. The show must go on. Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah. American football or international football or soccer, as they say. Real football. Yeah, soccer. soccer. Yeah. I was the coach, head coach. Who's your team? Do you have a team you follow? Chelsea. Chelsea. Okay. Yeah. Something about Nick mm, that people don't know about. Uh, I'm, I'm only five foot six. I know I look huge, but I'm only five foot six. You're a huge <laughs> personality. <laughs> How how often do people mispronounce your last name? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think someone did it about five minutes ago. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's a it's a it's a work in progress. Yeah, I, uh, I love I love having these elementary kids because uh, I teach them how to say it, Mr. Mm, right? And then I tell them, man, you guys speak Chinese so good. <laughs> I love it. Go to exercise routine. Um, I go for walks now. Yeah. I go for walks. Keep it easy on the knees. Uh, well, another story. Uh, when I turned 50, I said I wasn't going to tell you my birthday. but So when I turned 50 not too long ago, I, I ran the boulder boulder. Uh, it was great. Loved it. Uh, not six months later, I had a bit of a, 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 a health issue. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I go a little easier now on myself. Okay. Yeah, the old ticker. What's a holiday goal or a New Year's? You know, I don't believe in New Year's resolution. I believe yeah, in yeah. making small improvements every day. But is there something yeah. that you say, yeah, I want to? Um, you know, I, I it's funny. We, we think alike on so many things, right? I don't wait for New Year to make resolutions. Yeah. Uh, like years ago, my, my older daughter was like, Dad, please stop smoking. And I was like, yeah, listen, I, I sorry, folks, young folks who don't smoke. I, I come from a generation where, unfortunately, it was very popular. Yeah. Uh, sure enough, well, as soon as my, my old, my, my, what well, she's older now, she's a teacher with LA Unified, but when she was seven years old, she said, Dad, please stop smoking. You know what? I stopped. Uh, I, I don't wait for, for dates and stuff. Um, this, this winter, I'm going to go see my mom. Uh, uh, you know, it was, it's been real hard. Uh, I didn't see her for a few years because of the pandemic. Uh, she lives in Asia. Mm -hmm. So she's out on US soil right now. Uh, I'm going to get to go see her at Christmas. Nice. Nice. Nick, if people wanted to get in touch with you, learn more about you, or if they had questions from the show, what, what, how can they get in touch with you? Um, I think LinkedIn is a good way to find me. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm here in Colorado at Columbine Elementary. Um, that, that's where you'll find me. But LinkedIn, uh, because of folks all over the place, uh, that, that please, uh, friend, uh, what, I don't even know how, what do you say on LinkedIn? Do you friend people? No, you uh you think you link with them as well yeah, okay. yeah. yeah link with me on linkedin please <laughs> my friend aj bianco he's watching from new jersey he'll connect with you as well nick do you have a, a quote you like to end with i always like to end with a quote is there something that you, you know hey, bam, you, that you like is there one that sticks out to you no sir but i can definitely come up with one yeah go ahead give it to us hey uh you know be real be you uh uh keep it simple What's best for students? Yeah, yeah. That you can't including, go wrong, including a, a mustache with ornaments on. Give me, give me a way out of this, please. <laughs> <laughs>
hey, you got to start a new tradition. You know, that's a, there we go. a new tradition. Yeah. So, guys, this was Nick from uh, uh, Colorado. Uh, check him out. Uh, Nick, it's been an honor to have you on. Uh, really. Uh, and I wish you and your family uh, the best this new year. I know I'll, I'll get to see you in February coming up here. Yeah. Look yeah. forward to seeing you. Keep planting those seeds. Uh, this was show number 188. Please uh, honor our sponsors here, Hansy's Cookies. If you're looking to send uh, uh, Christmas sweets to somebody, they vacuum ship and they'll get them to you. Murata 15 is that discount code, Hansy's Cookies. And uh, I got the music back here. Let's bring it in. And uh, we're going to sign off here on 188. Thanks for tuning in. I am at Andrew Murata 21 on Twitter. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We're going to sign off here on education, leadership, and beyond. There it is, Nick. Nick, you stay on the line. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.